The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Live from the Bloomberg Interactive Burger Studios, this is Bloomberg Daybreak for Monday, March 13th. Coming up today... The government backstops the financial system after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. President Biden says those behind the failure will be held responsible. Markets dial back rate hike bets in the wake of the fallout. And HSBC rescues SVB's UK business, buying it for just one pound. A winter storm watch in effect starting tonight. And everything everywhere all at once, the big winner at the Oscars. I'm John Tucker. We'll have more straight ahead. I'm John Stashauer in sports. The Knicks won in L.A. The Nets won in Denver. Shutout win for the Devils. The Rangers lost in overtime. That's all straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak, the business news you need to start your day in just one 15-minute podcast. Each morning on Apple, Spotify, the Bloomberg Business app, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Good morning. I'm Amy Morris. And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today. We begin with breaking developments gripping Wall Street. U.S. authorities have raced to stem concerns about the financial system after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank. They've introduced a new backstop that Fed officials say is big enough to protect the nation's deposits. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says there will not be a bailout for SVB. During the financial crisis, um, there were um, investors um, and owners of systemic large banks that were bailed out and we're certainly not looking and uh, the reforms that have been put in place means that we're not going to do that again. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen made the comments on Face the Nation from CBS Heard Sundays here on Bloomberg Radio. Well, Amy, S&P futures are a little changed and Treasury yields are falling. But concern is high on the impact SVP will have on the banking industry. We spoke with Prestige Economics President Jason Shanker. The question is now, how many other banks out there are there that could still have problems despite the Fed's moves today? And that's why they've taken such extreme measures to try to prevent other bank runs and failures as banks might be forced to mark to market any treasuries they hold. But that's the question what else is there? And Prestige Economics President Jason Shanker said the top priority for officials is stave off a run on other banks. Bill Ackman is weighing in on the fallout from SVB. The Pershing Square CEO says more banks will likely fail despite intervention from U.S. authorities. At the same time, Ackman is applauding the government for providing, quote, a clear roadmap for how it will manage bank failures in the future. Well, Amy, the fallout from the collapse of SVB has been widespread and is showing up most in regional banks. We get the latest live with Bloomberg Steve Rappaport. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Karen and Amy. The ripple effect from SVB's implosion stretched all the way to the East Coast, with New York state financial regulators closing Signature Bank yesterday. The Treasury Department and other federal agencies say all depositors' funds will be protected under a risk exception similar to the one implemented at Silicon Valley Bank. A source tells Bloomberg Signature managers were caught off guard by the 
the decision to put the bank in receivership after a flood of withdrawals that began Friday had stabilized over the weekend. Live in New York, I'm Steve Rappaport, Bloomberg Daybreak. All right. Thank you, Steve. The SVB collapse is also hitting First Republic Bank. Shares plunging 60 percent in early trading. Packers Bank Corp and Western Alliance are also feeling the heat down more than 20 percent. Well, Amy, Washington appears to be moving quickly to stem the fallout. And President Biden says those behind the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank will be held accountable. We expect remarks from the president at roughly 8 a.m. Eastern time. And Scott Carr reports from our Bloomberg 99.1 newsroom in Washington. President Biden says he's ordered the Treasury Department and his economic advisors to look into the failures of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. Biden says he's firmly committed to holding accountable those responsible and to strengthen the oversight and regulation of larger banks. He's expected to outline what measures the administration will take in remarks this morning. This after a statement from the Treasury, Federal Reserve and the FDIC jointly pledged that Silicon Valley Bank depositors will have access to all of their money starting today and that tax Payers won't be put on the hook for any losses. Scott Carr, Bloomberg Daybreak. All right. Thank you, Scott. We're also seeing the effects felt overseas. HSBC is coming to the rescue in the UK. It's buying the British arm of Silicon Valley Bank. Let's go to London and get the latest from Bloomberg Daybreak Europe anchor Caroline Hepker. Days before the UK budget, a major catastrophe averted. HSBC buys SVB UK for a pound. The Chancellor says deposits will be protected with no taxpayer support and customers with SVB UK will be able to bank as normal. HSBC's CEO Noel Quinn says it makes strategic sense. But will the government have given HSBC any further guarantees? We don't know. In London, I'm Caroline Hepke for Bloomberg Daybreak. All right, Caroline, thanks. Well, the collapse of SVB will have a major impact on the future of interest rates. As according to Goldman Sachs, economists at the firm say they no longer expect a rate hike next week. We get more from Bloomberg's Valerie Titel. This is completely repricing the Fed path from here. The two-year notes in the last three days have rallied over 70 basis points. That is the biggest three-day move since Black Monday in 1987, just to give it some perspective there. But uh, the, the Goldman note out just a few hours ago claiming that this is enough for the Fed to communicate a pause in March. Uh, it to some way extended that, that move in the front end. Um, it's been so notable. We've gone from pricing zero cuts in the second half of this year to nearly 40 basis points of Fed cuts. And Bloomberg's Valerie Titel says Fed officials are in a quiet period before next week's meeting. Markets are currently pricing in less than 15 basis points of easing at that policy decision. Thank you, Karen. 40 degrees, light rain in New York, but a winter storm is coming. For that, we're joined by Bloomberg's John Tucker. Good morning, John. It's a nor'easter, in fact, about to hit the tri-state area. And let's get the very latest. The update from Bloomberg meteorologist Ron Carolyn. Area, but it's good. John, we have a big storm headed towards the tri-state area, but it's going to be rain on the front end of the system today. It'll fall off and on. It'll be breezy, highs near 45. Rain could be heavy at times tonight, breezy 35 to 40. Look for the rain to change the snow tomorrow. City's probably going to pick up one to three inches by evening. It'll be windy, temperatures 35 to 40. They're going to fall. The suburbs, though, the snow is going to be heavier and the amounts could be higher. Much in Many of the suburbs could see over six inches from this storm. It all ends tomorrow night where windy lows 30 to 35, and then it gets better on Wednesday. But Certainly going to have some problems uh, tomorrow afternoon, especially in the suburbs. John? All right, Rob. Thanks very much. Michael Cohen, the longtime lawyer and fixer for former President Donald Trump, scheduled to testify today before a Manhattan grand jury. 
prosecutors investigating hush money payments to an adult film star in the 2016 campaign. Meanwhile, former Vice President Mike Pence raised some eyebrows over the weekend talking about his ex-boss in Washington. Pence says history is going to hold Donald Trump responsible for the January 6th riot of his followers. Political analyst Larry Sabato. You can't put Trump in the past simply by nominating somebody else. I think Pence understands that, and he understands that his record is tied to Trump's. Well, Pence's comments came at the annual gridiron dinner attended by politicians and journalists. A New York City council member cracking down on street vendors in downtown Flushing. Main Street was declared a no-vending zone in 2018, but New York City council member Sandra Ong says there does not seem to be any enforcement. She's calling for the streets to be cleared. At the Oscars Sunday, everything, everywhere, all at once won the lion's share of awards, including Best Picture. Michelle Yu making history as the first Asian star to win Best Actress. And Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress. Surreal um, and proud. Um, and uh, obviously I would like to see a lot more women be nominated so that there's gender parity uh, in all the areas and all the branches. And I think we're getting there. We're not anywhere near there. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for The Whale. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries. I'm John Tucker. This is Bloomberg Amy. All right. Thank you, John. Time now for the Sports Report, brought to you by Tri-State Audi. For that, we bring in John Stashauer. Thanks, Amy. While they were holding the Oscars in Los Angeles, the Knicks took on the Lakers. They had lost in L.A. Saturday. The Clippers, a game where Julius Randle shot only 5 of 24. Much better game for Randle. Scored 33 points. Got a lot of help from a teammate. Randle, left elbow. Stops. Looking. Cross-court deflected. Barrett to catch. Two to shoot. Right wing three. Knocks it down. R.J. Barrett delivering in the fourth quarter. Now with 28 points. 11 in the period. Timeout Lakers. Knicks with their largest lead. 106-96 with five minutes to go in Tinseltown. The ESPN New York. Barrett scored 30 at 20 in the second half. Knicks beat the Lakers without the injured LeBron James. 112-108. The road trip ends tomorrow in Portland. Impressive win for the Nets. The Nuggets only lost five times all season in Denver. Brooklyn won 122 to 120. They had seven in double figures led by Mikel Bridges with 25 points. Spencer Dinwiddie had 16 assists. Rangers in Pittsburgh got a game-tying goal from Chris Kreider is 28th, but Lost 3-2 on a Chris Letang goal in overtime. Devils won 3-0 over Carolina. Now tied for first with the Hurricanes in the division. At the World Baseball Classic, U.S. lost to Mexico 11-5. Now 1-1 in Tokyo. Shohei Otani, who had pitched Japan to victory in its opener, hit a 448-foot home run and a win over Australia. Scotty Scheffler back as golf's world number one. Took the tour championship by five shots. Rutgers was hoping to hear its name called when the NCAA tournament field was set. ESPN's Joe Lenardi had them getting in. It's the only one he got wrong. The Scarlet Knights had a big win over Purdue, but they were hurt by losing seven of their last ten games. John Stashauer, Bloomberg Sports. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. 
Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Live from coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good Monday morning. I'm Amy Morris. We continue to follow the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the fallout and the risk of contagion. The U.S. government working now to shore up banks and ensure they can meet potential demands by customers. Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Analyst Herman Chan covers regional banks, and he joins us now with his take. Thanks so much, Herman, for taking the time. So let's talk, first of all, the risk of contagion. What is that risk now? Sure. Thanks, Amy. Uh, The risk of contagion is still up in the air. Uh, What the Federal Reserve and the FDIC have done with the announcements last night with backstopping the depositors of SVB and Signature is is something that is very profound and I, I think should help reassure the fears. And the Fed also announced a new liquidity backstop. So in effect, the liquidity fears that really happened with, with SVB and, and potentially other banks has been eased. But the market is telling you something different, which is a bit surprising, uh, with First Republic and some other banks uh, down pre-market um, today. Uh, that's, that's something that, that we're going to be monitoring going forward. Now, you f- focus on regional banks. That is your wheelhouse. What Correct. do they need to be watching for? What's the takeaway for them? What's the takeaway is the market fears are, are a bit disconcerting. Um, that The management of these banks needs to come out and, and offer some tangible um, ways that, that they can rectify this. Um, I, that's something that First Republic tried to do uh, yesterday evening with, with the announcement that they have increased their liquidity with um, some funding from J.P. Morgan and, and also the Fed. So, so that's something that it, it should help them going forward. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, the depositors will be made whole. What is is the fear is that the bondholders and the equity holders need to reassess what's going on. Now, you mentioned First Republic. Their shares are down 65% in the pre-market. Is there another shoe that is going to drop? That's hard to say. Mm. Uh, We think First Republic is a very strong institution. Uh, It has, throughout its history, uh, very negible credit losses um, from their bread and butter, home equity, and and residential mortgage lending. Uh, 
it's one of the banks that is viewed as the port in the storm during uh, uncertainty. So with it, the stock down today, um, that, that's something that, that is very disconcerting for us. Is there a concern that the efforts that the government's taking to shore up banks and to try to keep everybody whole, is there a concern that that might go too far? At this point, the, the Fed is trying to reassure the market that contagion risk is, is something that is, is is contained. Uh, what the Fed is trying to do is that, uh, and, and this is a bit different from the global financial crisis, is that the depositors are going to be made whole. Uh, the equity holders and the bond holders, that's going to be a different story. So after the fall of SVB and New York Signature Bank, what's the priority moving forward to maintain stability, to keep this from happening again? Yeah. The focus now is going to be on what's going to happen with, with confidence with, with some of these other regional banks. Mm-hmm. Um, what you've seen is that the confidence is there for the largest banks in the United States. So Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Wells Fargo, those are going to be the da- banks that will, will be the strength of the banking sector going forward and has been. Um, there, there's going to be some reckoning given the fact that uh, SVB and Signature were, were very strong, faster growing uh, regional banking institutions that were very well established in, in the marketplace uh, and the reckoning from those fallouts. So are there risks with the deposits in a regional bank? What's the deposit? At this point, no. I think what the read across is that with the, with the regulators backstopping the depositors uh, for both Signature and SVB, that any further contagion, um, the depositors will, will be made home. This has been moving really, really fast, and I was going to ask you what you're going to be watching for in the next few days, but maybe the next few hours. Regardless, what are you going to be watching for? What are the red flags that will trigger you? Like everybody else, we're just going to be looking at the stock prices today and how how uh, the stocks react um, to the news that the Fed is injecting liquidity into the system and backstopping depositors. Will it make a difference if the Fed decides to pause the, the rate hikes? That actually fundamentally would be good for First Republic. So they have been one of the banks that have seen their deposit costs rising because of uh, the interest rate heights um, over the past year. And fundamentally, that would be great for First Republic to see rate hikes pause. So uh, there's been a disconnect with the fundamentals and, and the market performance. You're listening to Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed at 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Amy Morris. And I'm Karen Moscow. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak.
The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.